What's up, guys? Welcome back to the 3 of 7 podcast and another comms check with me, Chad. And I also have the beautiful Brooke with me, joining me on today's comms check. Look, we're going to try to delve in to our, I don't know, opinions or, or our viewpoint on the current situation in society, in the world, whatever it is, right? So, Brooke is going to be here to counterbalance me. Anyways, first thing we want to do, we want to talk about some of our sponsors. Hey, guys, you guys know we have some companies that support this podcast. Some of you guys may not like the fact that we have sponsors for the podcast. What I want you to understand is these companies that we allow to sponsor the 307 podcast, first of all, they're companies that produce products that we use every day. Let me, can I stop you there real quick? A couple of our sponsors weren't even sponsors. We just used their products and then they became sponsors later. Like I, that's what I was about to say. Yeah. Every company that sponsors this podcast, we were using their products before we had a podcast. Yeah. Uh, just about every single one of them. Also, we just realized that every single one of the companies that sponsor the 307 podcast are all 100% made in America, America, which is important to us and which is now a requirement to be a sponsor on the <laughs> 307 podcast. So, there you go. Enough said. Yeah. All right, that's it. That's what Talk the sponsors is all about. Yeah, hey, uh, our uh, one of our sponsors for today's episode is Wake Up Waffles. You guys have heard me talk about Wake Up Waffles before. I was introduced to these waffles out on the Mid-State Mile course while I was running a last-man-standing-style ultramarathon that I actually won. And Jesse and Mark kept bringing me these Wake Up Waffles, and I ate them for like 30 hours straight. And they were awesome. They were easy on my stomach. They kept me fueled. They kept me feeling good all while running in the heat. I mean, 90-plus degree heat, right? Stomach distress can be a problem there. Anyways, these things are really, really healthy, clean fuel for you, and they taste great. Mm -hmm. I mean, I eat them for midnight snacks. I eat them in the morning for breakfast. They're just super clean, right? So wake up, Waffles. I know Brooke, she's a... She's a big fan of them, too. She eats them all the time. So what do you think, baby? Um, just to be a little more specific, like I count macros and I have to really watch what I eat as far as certain things. So they're gluten-free, soy-free, dairy-free, and they're just awesome. No refined sugars. Um, they have multiple flavors, too. Blueberry, classic, maple. Your favorite chocolate. Chocolate. Oh, yeah. Is that yeah. your favorite? Probably. Or the blueberry. I like the classic because I like I like classic like with my eggs, a little bit of syrup, but um, yeah, they're just awesome. They they go well with my macros. They're perfect if that's what you're doing or you're trying to get enough protein for the day, but not go over on your calories. Um, and also Ed gave us a incredible promo code. I hope you guys have lift, listened up until this point. Um, it's good for a $20 credit on your first order, which is a whole bag of free waffles. 
that they're giving you guys, um, our listeners. So the promo code, I'm going to give it to you. It is three of seven spelled out T H R E E O F S E V E N. Again, three of seven is your promo code. Go ahead and put that in at checkout. You're going to get $20, um, off your first order, which could just buy you a free bag of waffles to try them out. But they're awesome. Also, guys, go follow them on Instagram. It's wake, W-A-K-E dot up U-P foods. Wake dot up foods. They got some pretty cool content on their IG as well. Do you put their website out, Boo, where they can order? Um, It is www.wakeupfoods.com. There you Wake go. Wakeupfoods.com. Wakeupfoods.com. You can't go wrong right here, guys. They're giving you a $20 credit. That's another thing about every one of these sponsors. They're giving you guys a discount on the products. Yep. So, I mean, I just whatever. I hope you guys appreciate it. I know we appreciate them sponsoring the show. Um, your other sponsor for today's episode is our Patreon members. Look, Patreon has become a huge part of the 3 of 7 podcast. Uh, these are individuals that spend their hard-earned money once a month in order to support this show. And we try to give back to them as much as we possibly can via the Patreon platform. It's like a, a private social media network that we have over there on Patreon. We do Resurrected three Sundays per month, Resurrecting the Body of Christ, talking about real intimate content, right? Bible-based content. Um, that's Those are live Zoom calls. Um, look, we do a lot of stuff over there, try to, uh, and, and we just really, really appreciate yeah. everyone who has rogered up to support this show in a real way. A um, lot of times they get first access to sign up for our events, don't they? A lot they of get, our events. They get, yeah, I mean, they get priority yeah. selection at the basic course, they, everything. Which is a lot because they always sell out. Yeah, a hundred percent, man. Huge. So Patreon is a is a big deal. And look, guys, if if that's not your thing, if you don't want to support the show on Patreon, that's totally fine. We appreciate you listening. We do ask though that you would just leave us a review on iTunes if you're listening to this on an iPhone, or freaking share this with a friend, man. At least you know be a part of it, right? You guys are the body of Three of Seven Project. I mean that. When I say that, none of this can happen without you, all right? So that's what we would ask if uh, if you want to support us in some way, shape, or form. Thank you so much. All right, let's dig into today's episode or today's comms check, I guess. I feel like this is an episode because I got you on with me. I've yeah. never had anyone else on a comms check before. I'm excited to see if I mess up the vibe or not. <laughs> yeah, uh, you guys let us know how you like Brooke being on uh, on the comms check. So, Unless you don't, then just don't tell us. <laughs> All right, guys, so today we're going to talk about – I've, I've been – dude, it's, it's so wild. With everything that's been going on, I've had – Oh, I've had multiple, multiple people hit me up, friends, like on text message or or whatever, hit me up and ask me, you know, what do you what do you think about the the current situation? Uh, what you know, are are we safe and and all this stuff? I've had I've had people hit me up and say, just how do how do I frame this current situation? How do I get my how do I wrap my head around it? And I've also had people hit me up that are just slap freaking hateful. I mean, just slap hateful. I've had multiple people messaging me 
especially on Instagram, talking about, I can't believe you didn't comment on this or that. And I, I can't uh, look, man, if y'all don't know where I stand, y'all obviously don't know me too well. If you have to hit me up and ask me to comment on something, first thing, there's a few problems there. The first problem is that tells me that you can't think for yourself. The second problem is, is you ought to know where I stand. I stand on the word of God, right? That's where my standards are. That's where my principles come from. That is where I stand. Not so, with any politician. Yeah, so you don't have to ask me every time something pops up every other week. You don't have to hit old Chad up and say, oh, man, I wonder what Chad thinks about this. I, I mean, look, you, you're, you, you can go read it in the book if you're wondering what I think about it. But anyways, we're going to address a few things. <laughs> we're going to address a few things on this episode about that just to articulate it because I can't articulate this crap in an Instagram post. Right? And you guys are special because you listen to the podcast. And I love this podcast and I love you guys. First of all, first thing I want to talk about is if you're trying to frame the current situation that we're facing, if you are a logical person, thinking with a sound mind, if if you are a try, if you are trying to apply logical thinking to an illogical situation, if you are trying to apply a logical mindset or understanding to a group of people that have reprobate minds and are completely illogical with everything that they do, say, and think. You are going to beat your freaking head into a wall because it's the, the two are not going to mesh. You cannot apply your logical thought process to situations, to people, to actions, to beliefs that are completely illogical. Do you guys understand that? I'm sorry. This is hard to accept, but it just doesn't work, okay? And the standard for deciding if someone is reprobate or illogical is seeing if their actions line up with the word. Well, I, I mean that obviously. I mean, yeah, I think that's that is the um, that's like like Stacy said, that's the plumb line, right? That's mm -hmm. that's the, the 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 thing that you can go back and check with. But but I mean, you talk about logic. You're, you, you can even look at something, man, if you're not a Christian, you can look at, at certain lifestyles, actions, decisions. You can look at things, and, and you should be able to determine whether they are in alignment with logic. What logic is essentially common sense. How, okay, so the other, the other way, for, for those that are not Christians, that don't have that same standard, that written standard that we read, just look at the fruits of it, man. Look at the repercussions. Look at the the um, what what comes from these the these different belief systems, these different actions, these all, all this crazy stuff, man. It's simple. Anybody can diagnose it. It's common sense. All right. So you've got to understand that first. You've got to get that through your head because that's part of the reason why you're confused right now.
That's part of the reason why you're looking to someone else to, to try to, to try to, you're thinking maybe somebody can, can form some logical conclusion about this whole illogical situation that we're facing as a country, that we're facing as a world, that we're facing as a species. And the actual answer is no, you can't. We're going to talk here in just a minute about why this, all this stuff is illogical. The, the whole political and the, the, the whole morals and, and, and everything, right? So stop beating your head into a wall trying to place logic on this thing. Accept the fact that these are illogical people making illogical decisions based on greed, power, fear, fear, emotion. Mm-hmm. They're, they're making decisions based on those things, with it, which is exactly what we don't do, all right? So that's the first thing. It's going to help you mentally when you can actually look at this crap. It's, it's different crap every week. But by the time I release this tomorrow, it'll probably be whole some, a whole other thing come up. There's no telling. It's different. But when you can look at these things and just accept the fact, man, these people have reprobate minds. This is illogical. What does reprobate mean again? I'd have to look up the de- definition. It means that like like you can no longer you can no longer discern the difference between right and wrong. Okay, I remember that cuz they'll give them up to reprobate minds. Yeah. The Bible, right? They they can okay. they they're just they're just doing what they want Their to do. Their moral compass is gone. 100%. Okay. That makes sense. All right. Sense. So, that's going to help you mentally. All right, realize that the way you're probably thinking is logical, and that's why you can't freaking make any sense of the situation, and that's why you're so frustrated. Mm-hmm. Or All confused. Right? Yeah, or confused. Yeah, exactly. Don't freaking let that stuff confuse you, man. So what can we what what can we do in a in a real way? First of all, we talked about the difference between illogical and illogical. Now let me go into something else real quick, um, uh, and this is this is again coming from from God's word. Now we're going to talk about First Corinthians chapter thirteen verse seven here in just a second. I told you guys in a, I made an Instagram post the other day. I talked about. Hold on just a second. I talked about the difference. No, I talked. I said I view. All of this crap that's going on with contempt, not concern. In other words, I'm not concerned about this crap that's going on. Now, it doesn't mean I don't see it. It doesn't mean that I turn a blind eye from it. But what I'm telling you is it doesn't consume me and it doesn't concern me. There are more important things in life that concern me, right? The the people... I told, I told you guys, the people that showed up at the Proving Grounds last weekend, those people concern me. They, they are deserving of my concern because they showed up to invest in themselves on time, on target, ready to train, and they got work done, man. They were seeking to better themselves. Those are the people that concern me. See, my time is precious, just like yours. And, and if I waste all my time concerned on this on on an illogical equation that that's that that necessarily probably is not 
is not going to be fixed, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. Then, then if I'm wasting my concern and my precious time consumed in that arena, then all these people that that are looking to get better, right? Where 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 does the, the we we have to change men and women's hearts, man? We got to attack the root of this problem to fix anything. All right. So I look at these situations on on the news with contempt. Contempt. What does that mean? What does that mean? Um. It's a disregard for something that should be taken into account. Uh, there's there, there's a couple different meanings in here. I'm just looking at it in in the in the dictionary. The dictionary right here. Um, uh, 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 the feeling that a thing is beneath consideration, it's worthless or deserving of scorn. That's that's the definition that made sense. To yeah, me. worthless or deserving of scorn. You turn that, your nose up. You're like, oh. There you go. Away. That's the way I look at this crap. It doesn't. Again, it doesn't mean that that I don't see it. I think it's important it to important. know what's going on. All right, but don't let it consume you, and, and don't let it concern you. Now, you you might say, now, Chad, how can you how can you not be concerned about What's going on? How can you not just be worried to death and or, or up in arms or angry? Or how can you not be concerned? I'm going to tell you one thing that helps me not be concerned. I am prepared. Yes, that helps me. Now, you guys talk about, oh, man, you, you this sounds like some crazy stuff right here, right? Well, let's, let's look back to God's word, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 7. That Bible verse says, love always protects. Love always protects. All right? For you to protect yourself, for you to protect your your home, for you to protect your family, for you to protect the, the Constitution, for you to protect anything that you value in life, you need to be prepared. In turn, preparation, preparation actually helps cancel out any anxiety or concern that you have revolving around some illogical scenario that's playing out on your television screen. I want you guys to understand that there is, and when I say I'm prepared, I mean I mean I I can I can take whatever comes right. I'm not saying that I'm invincible. I'm saying that I'm as, as prepared as I can po- as I possibly can be, and you're to be self sufficient and to protect the things, the places, and the people that I love. What were you gonna say, baby? You're referring specifically to having food, water, shelter, fire starters, guns, ammunition, bows, arrows. I mean... And skills. Yeah. And skills. If you don't have any training, I I can't imagine how it would feel to be someone that grew up in a big city and literally has no idea how to take care of themselves if if something freaking happened and you couldn't walk down to the grocery store and buy you a bottle of water and a grass-fed steak and a head of lettuce. That's like 99.9% of the people in this country. Yeah, but and so that's a problem. 
and and, yeah. and and you know what? If you're an adult and you're in that situation, you need to get some training. You, I, I would highly recommend that, right? And training, like training, how to start a fire, how to shoot a firearm. Dude, come to the basic to, course. Yeah. You don't, you don't even, you, you, dude. Weapons training, it, it is what it is. I'm talking about how to be self sufficient, right? How, just, just how to, how to take care of yourself. Uh, not, I'm not talking about that you have to go be able to live in the freaking wilderness for months at a time, mm-hmm. like, like we did in our training and SEAL training. I'm not talking about that you have to be some weapons expert or some uh, gunslinger, right? I'm talking about you just need some general training, some general preparation that is going to help you as a human being. All right. It's going to, it's going to alleviate when you get to a place in your, in your training, in your mindset where you know that no matter what you, you can take care of yourself for at least some span of time. You have the knowledge, skills, abilities, and tools to do that. All this freaking crazy crap, man, all this stuff that incites fear in 98% of the rest of the population, you know why they're so afraid? Because they know they can't take care of themselves. That is a problem. All right? Now, I can't train all you guys. I'll train as many as I possibly can. We're going to lean heavy into this in 2022 because it's what we love to do, and it's because we care. We don't train people because, because things are the way they are. We do this because it's what I am called to do. I literally have a doctorate's degree in forging warriors, men and women. I have a doctorate's degree in forging warriors, in teaching you how to be prepared mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. That is what I'm made to do. All right? And so, yes, we're going to lean heavy into that. We're running another Proving Grounds. We're going to be running a basic course once a month through the summer. We're going to be doing all this stuff. I can't train you all. So if you don't get in one of my courses, find another legitimate resource. There's a ton. There's a ton, but find a legitimate resource. I'm not talking about somebody that watched a dang YouTube video. All right? I'm talking about somebody with a legitimate background. If if, If your teacher hasn't done crap, they should not be your teacher. Understand that because there's a ton out there. There's a ton of resources out there, but there's also a ton of freaking bull crap out there. All right, so find a legitimate source to get some training. That way you can protect. You can take care of yourself. That's part of that. that uh, I, this. The Bible is saying being able to protect is actually a attribute of love think about that what do you agree with that biscuit i don't get it what do you not get i i got everything you said but i'm just my mind's trying to wrap around the protecting is an attribute of love well you do it because you love somebody i mean is that is it that simple is that what they're saying yeah yeah so love always protects in other words i love you so I want to protect you. I get it. I cannot protect you if I have not trained myself. I get it. If I have not invested in myself, I cannot fulfill that aspect of loving you. 
Uh-huh. I can't be your protector. That's basically what it, the verse means to me. All right. Do I have that same responsibility to you as your spouse? Um, that's a good question. In my mind, I am, I am the protector, right? I am the protector. Now, if we had children, you would have that responsibility to your children, right? Yeah. So, I, I mean, uh, you know, I would have the overarching responsibility as the protect as the protector, and then you know, it would go down from there if i wasn't around yeah and that's based on whatever a family decides is best for them yeah Yeah. and and you know you also have been trained on how to protect Mm -hmm. right you 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 can do a lot of things Mm -hmm. and you know that's we we've made that investment i've made that investment into my wife (laughs) my dad made that investment a little bit yeah there's there's nothing wrong with that man we're not talking about being some crazy tinfoil hat preppers here no heck no. we're talking about being prepared mentally physically emotionally and having the tools that it takes in order to care for yourself for some amount of time that feels good man Mm -hmm. think about that guys yeah, and there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of really good companies now, just random, that sell, like, awesome, nutritious, freeze-dried meals. Like, there's a lot of options. You're not just stacking up MREs. And a lot of this stuff that you learn and you gain, you could use for a natural disaster. You don't have to use it for crazy political drama, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's 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 just nice to have around. Yeah, I agree. So... Think about that before you go buy your your next $80,000 vehicle <laughs> that you don't need. Think about taking a large portion of that money and investing it into an experience that's going to help prepare you. Yes. All right? That's what we're talking about, guys. All right. The last thing we're going to hit right here, I told you guys a little bit ago, I'm interested in spiritual things. I'm interested in changing the hearts of men and women. The hearts, the souls, the mind, that mind, will, and emotion. Look, that's what I'm interested in because I truly believe that that is the root of all the issues that we face. All right? Now, I'm convinced that there is absolutely... This the, I hate it to say this, but there's absolutely no hope for a society without biblical, moral, and ethical standards. There is no hope for for a a a group of humans that are not holding themselves to biblical, moral, and ethical standards. And I'm not saying biblical. Just because I think this applies to Christianity, what I'm saying is the moral, ethical, the moral and ethical standards of the Bible apply to all human beings. In other words, they work. They work. They are truth. Whether you believe Jesus Christ was the Son of God and died on the cross for your sins, or you don't, the principles of the Bible work. They work to maintain a, a, a wonderful, healthy society. They work to maintain great 
mental and emotional health. They, they work in a lot of different aspects. Now, we have, there's no conversations around this. This is what's insane. There, there, there's, there's no conversation around fixing the problems that we face by turning back to the moral and ethical principles that the nation was founded on. That conversation is not happening. You see these freaking idiots on TV marching around with the Trump flag, and I'm like, what are you doing, man? This ain't about Trump or any other politician out there, man. This is not about that. That dude is not the savior of anything. You think that dude cares about you? You're dead wrong. If you think he cares about you, you are dead wrong. If you think any other politician out there cares about you, I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but you are wrong. All right? This is about the moral and ethical principles that this nation was founded on. The root of the problem is our departure from those things. We have driven simple rules such as the Ten Commandments. We have driven simple, common sense, moral and ethical principles out of every aspect of our nation and of our society. We have purposefully driven them out. Wow. What would happen if we returned to those standards? Hmm. It probably upset a lot of people. Because when you when you all of a sudden try to return to some moral and ethical standards that actually work, when, when you when you decide that we're gonna follow these because they work, they're proven. They're proven. They've worked for thousands of years. You can't deny the effectiveness of a society living by those standards. But guess what comes along with those standards? Some accountability, right? Some accountability. And people just, they're not willing to, to accept that. They're, they're, they don't want that. Well, and I think a lot of them don't realize that a lot of people who haven't heard the gospel and associate Christianity with a stereotype don't realize that they are going to fall short, and that's part of it. Like, you know what I mean? They think that God will condemn them no matter what. And it's like, no. I mean, Christians on the other side who are currently saved still sin. We still fall short, but we work. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I think that some of these people who wouldn't want to have that accountability, they don't understand that there's a way to heaven for them. You know? Yeah, I I mean, I guess, but I, I'm not even talking about salvation here. I, I'm talking about applying these standards to our laws, our societies, all right? Things like, uh, look, when you when you start to see simple things, written in law such as gender and or marriage or murder or um adultery or you start to see simple the lines between these simple 
logical, moral, and ethical standards blurred. I'm talking about like in 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 law, right? When you start to see those blurred, that that is when the degradation of a society starts. So I'm talking about the laws that hold society accountable. I'm not even talking about salvation here. You know what I mean? That's where that's where I'm at with it. Now, you know, salvation is a and and, and missing the mark and all that is a whole nother conversation. What I'm trying to say here is whose heart have you turned to Jesus? Whose heart have you changed? What have you been doing to attack the root of the problem? When the conversation around politics starts up within your inner circle and tempers start to flare and people start to share their opinions on certain politicians and certain uh, things that are that are going on within our government. Are you stepping up and talking about the return to the adherence to the moral and ethical principles that our country was founded upon? You want to attack this problem? Challenge people to hold themselves to a higher standard. Challenge the people within your inner circle to return to the moral and ethical principles that this country was founded upon. Challenge people to turn to Jesus, to pick up a Bible, to find a standard, to establish a sound standard for themselves, for their lives. And and the whole government should be based on, it, it works in an individual, it works in a society, it works in a government, all right? But nobody wants to talk about that. It's not even, it's not even a thing. What would happen if we started teaching the Ten Commandments in school? Smart. If we started driving that into people's heads at a young age? What, happened, what would happen if we said, no, here's the line between right and wrong, and here's the standard that we agree to live by? What would happen? It'd probably change the tide, right? It'd probably change the tide. Well, guess what? It starts with you. It starts with you. When these emotional conversations revolving around the issues in society pop up in your inner circle, It starts with you to be a voice of reason, to attack the root of the problem and hope that the people that are there listening realize that, oh man, these opinionated conversations that we're having revolving around some freaking rich politician don't really make two craps. Maybe someone will realize that and have a change of heart. And start holding themselves to that standard that we're talking about. You got anything up to this point, Biscuit? We're about to wrap this up, guys. We're at 35 minutes. All right, guys. I know that's a lot of stuff we talked about today. Just to recap, 
Stop trying to apply logic to illogical people, illogical situations, illogical actions, illogical decisions. Stop trying to apply logic to it because you're just going to beat your head into the wall and get frustrated. Understand. Understand that it don't work that way. And instead, do what you can do. 100%. Own it and and take ownership of what what you're capable of. Yeah, and live by and just set that example. Set that example, man, for everybody that will see. Set that example for for everybody that sees you on social media, that everybody sees you at your work, for everybody that sees you in your in 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 your circle, for everybody that sees you at the dang grocery store. You're talking about to start preparing, right? I think we're on no. another page. No, I was talking about the um the illogical, logical. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about too. Yeah, just. Continue, carry on in your logical mind. We talked about love always protects. We talked about investing into your training, mentally, emotionally, physically, skills. Talked about investing into your training. Being a little somewhat prepared to take care of yourself instead of just moping around hoping you're going to be taken care of. And we talked about going back to and having the conversations revolving around turning back to the moral and ethical principles of the Bible, the principles that this nation was founded upon, the principles that worked then, that have been drifted away from, and have now led us to the situation that we're in now. All right? That's all I got for today's comms check. That should be enough for y'all to chew on. Thanks for joining us for the comms check, bro. Biscuit. Bye, guys. <laughs> all right, guys. Hope y'all enjoyed it. I'll talk to y'all soon. Enough said.